started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. What's up, gamers with a capital gay? I'm your host, Stephanie, and Donald Trump is Pokemon going to die. Not a threat, just a fact. <laughs> and my name is Alex, a.k.a. Mr. Big Wet President. Oof, sexy name. Thank you. Love it. Um, this whole episode is just really sexy. You know, it's um, <laughs> we're, on, we're on season two, episode eight. It's called The Man, The Myth, The Viagra. Yeah, so you know it's getting sexy. We have oh, yeah. some sexy people in this episode. Mm. We get some sexy, we get to add to our sexy ass tally. Um, <laughs> we get to add to our sexy cameo tally. This is just, I have so much to say about this episode, and I, I don't even know why. Because like a lot happened, but also a lot didn't really, I don't know. Yeah, a lot happened, but the plot did not advance. Everyone is still in more or less the same position that they started in. So, well, one there's one character I would maybe disagree with because we do get the introduction of a brand new character this episode who's going to be with us for a lot a while for until the movies. <laughs> yep, we get we get a new character who's a new love interest, but not for Carrie, unfortunately. Um, but I guess we'll get into it when we get there. I guess we should just jump into this episode because we've got so much to say about it. <laughs> yeah, let's just go. All right. So, okay, we open the episode and Carrie is out with Big. She's like, her voiceover says we were two having a little time, it's whatever. And they're arriving at this like Italian restaurant, I guess. And like Carrie looks beautiful. She has a strapless red dress on. She's got a nameplate necklace on and Big looks exactly the same as he always Yeah, they're in this like cartoon Italian restaurant. They're in the restaurant from Lady and the Tramp. They extremely are. Yeah, like, I guess Big knows, I don't know if this is the owner, but whoever, it, whoever, they like hug and Big makes some kind of joke about him, gangster, and then uh, this guy seats them, so he guess he works there, and Big introduces Carrie as his girlfriend. And she's like, oh, that's the first time you've ever called me your girlfriend, and he said, yeah, in front of you, which... Yeah, uh, and then he does these eyebrows at her face, and, uh... He does have a lot of eyebrow. Uh-huh. Carrie's face just lights up when he says the girlfriend. Like, at the point of their relationship that they're at, they've collectively been dating for, what, a year and a half, maybe, in all little time put together? I don't know. Yeah. But they've been dating for way too long. Because, like, last episode, she said they've been dating for a year, and I don't know if that's including the time before they broke up because i feel like that shouldn't count yeah i really have no idea the, the timeline is very wacky but at this point it's a little bit ridiculous for her to be this excited about him saying word girl but uh, it's very depressing like every single one of their interactions yes extreme yeah big does the absolute bare minimum carry lights up um it's sad but 
but true. <laughs> this part was like really weird because like, okay, so yeah, it is a very like cartoonishly Italian restaurant because there's like the guy who seated them is like singing some kind of opera. And then I don't know if this is like karaoke or what, but then Big gets up to sing a song. I don't think it is karaoke. I think he's like hired by the restaurant, but like Big knows them well, so he can just get up and sing. I think so. Yeah. And so he gets up and dedicates the song to the lovely lady, Carrie. And then he starts to sing, which is... Awful. Yeah. <laughs> so he starts singing Sinatra. So I had to look this song up because I don't fucking know Because I'm not 80, but... <laughs> no, I know the I know the song. I didn't know it was called just... It was a very good year. But that's the song. Yeah, that's wow. the song. Did you look up the lyrics at all? Or do you know the lyrics? I still vaguely know the song. I couldn't tell you the lyrics. Why are they buck wild? No, but I looked them up because I wanted to know what song this was. And part of the song, there's a lyric that says it was a very good year for City. <gasps> oh my god. Should we should we send this in to punch up the jam? Uh, see if we can get a shout out. God, uh, Demi and Miel guest on City Girl McDo Challenge. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we talk about like edging and snail trails about the same amount. So yeah, exactly. Like same kind of humor. I feel like we're on like the same playing field, you know. And we're just as funny mm. as them. Like you know, professional <laughs> comedians. <laughs> We are professional Vine comedians. Uh, uh-huh. We're well, we're yeah, we're a little bit, um, you know, newer. We're com- TikTok comedians. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but also, <laughs> everyone like listen to Punch Up the Gem if you're not already listening to it. I started listening to all their Patreon bonus episodes like today, and they're really fucking funny. So, but anyway, that's an aside, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, so part of the song, he never says the City Girls line in the song because it cuts out before then, but I was very pleased to see that that it was a good year for City Girls. And you know what? It was. Um, <laughs> yeah, it always is. <laughs> it always is. Um, but yeah, like, Carrie fucking loves this. Like, she she kind of laughs at first because it's just so startling that he do this, but, but then she's just smiling the whole way and she fucking, she eats the shit up, so. Yeah. Yeah, mm. she does that, oh, don't you dare sing for me <laughs> thing, but, yeah. I mean, he's not, he's not a good singer. I don't know if it's him acting like a bad singer or if he is just a bad one, but. Yeah, like, it's not, like, comically bad though where he's just like super flat the whole time he's just not good so yeah i don't know but but yeah so carrie and big's relationship is on the ups because he did the bare minimum for her and she's all happy but meanwhile miranda is oh this scene is so hard to watch um (laughs) she's in hell aka a comedy club oh this um when i was watching this scene in particular i sort of remember this episode like I had full flashbacks and oh this is so painful like the guy on stage is garbage I don't know he's doing like a um like a 90s kind of ironic Andrew Dice Clay thing where he's just like pussy dick isn't that humor I mean I know he wants to talk but (laughs) yeah I mean but it's basically just like edgelord asshole humor it's it's just trying to be edgy to be funny. This motherfucker thinks he's Bill Hicks, but he's not. No. And he's not even Dennis Leary. He's a piece of shit. He's a huge piece of shit. He's not funny. And, like, Miranda and her date both think he's just not funny at all. Like, they both hate it. Yeah. So her date, uh, I didn't catch his name. I'm sure it's something. It's Alan. I was going to say, I'm sure it's something bland. But <laughs> they he's divorced and they met, um, like, at the supermarket because both of them hated designer croutons. What is a designer crouton? What is that? What when is, is that? What is 
anyone ever taken any fucking notice of her a crouton? Is that like name brand crouton? Like Martha Stewart crouton? Or like, I don't... It's just fucking bread. It's bread. You can make your own ones really easy. And I didn't even eat salads with croutons in. Like, <laughs> when was the last time you had a salad with a crouton in it? Uh, maybe like two months ago. <laughs> I love how you could just remember that. Well, I remember it because I remember like what restaurant it was at because I split a Caesar salad with my boyfriend. But oh. that is like the only time this year I've had a salad with croutons in it because I never <laughs> order Caesar salad. So no, no, mm. croutons are very. It's a retro um, ingredient. They're they're just extremely used only for Caesar salad and that pretty much alone. Like I would never put croutons in any other salad. So no, no. If I'm having a salad. I don't want bread. I'm trying to be healthy. I like to throw a lot of things that are not as healthy into salad, like <laughs> a shitload of cheese and like nuts and stuff. True, but then I'm like, it's a salad. It's healthy. So these designer croutons, they both hate. And you know what? Like, as much as I hate this guy and this whole scene, I really have to just, you know, give it to the writers for saying that the reason they bonded was because they mutually hated something. Because that, (laughs) like, I try to be someone who sticks to more, like, positive things, you know, being negative all the time. But bonding with someone over hatred is, like the best way to Uh, become friends with someone that's pretty much how we bonded it's true (laughs) (laughs) right yeah it's it's a good way to start out friendships because it's just you know you've got endless stuff to talk about and it's good true i love i love hating things with you and it also it makes you feel like less of a crazy person if someone else hates something particularly if you're like if you don't know why you hate it but you just do exactly and then you're not putting that energy out into like the world where other people are gonna feel bad about it you're just keeping it it's good for the whole social economy of being happy i feel happy feel sad exactly um so the case okay, so this comedian is going on and on and so miranda's date gets up to pay because they're like hey we got to get out of here so he gets up and leaves but then his phone rings while he's gone and so the comedian is being an enti- a complete asshole because he's like hey red answer your phone which okay first of all addressing a woman as red don't like it i'm more than just my hair color i'm more than just brown right it's just yeah. Ugh, it's, it, yeah. Well, this guy is is painted as a huge asshole. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he like harasses her in front of everyone about it, and she's just like, "Look, it's not my phone. It like I'm not just gonna pick it up because it's not mine." I don't know why she does answer it because if it was me, I would just push the button that like stops it from. Yeah, I would just push. I would just push that red button on the right. <laughs> That's what it's there for. Yeah, and I'd be like, "It's over. Don't worry about it. You can't pick it up and be an asshole anymore because you know exactly what's gonna happen. Pick it up." So it's just gonna be. Even if it wasn't who it was, it's still gonna be awkward. Yeah, there's no good end of this. It just happens to be like the scenario, though, pretty much. So, because she picks it up and like the guy puts her on the mic, and you know Miranda's kind of just like, "Hi." This- and then the comedian takes the phone on stage and asks calling and it's the guy's wife yeah and then he proceeds to come back into the room um and miranda is like you said you were divorced he said oh we're separated and she's like how about this separation and then leaves yep (laughs) was pretty good and funnier than any joke this comedian told it really was funnier yeah because he's not funny at all and miranda's a queen but it's really gross though because like when he walks out the door the comedians like i don't remember what the context of this was but he says i'll fuck you 
to her. Miranda should have killed this man where he stood. Yeah. She should have just stood there, planted her feet, and fired from her eyes and <laughs> cut his head <laughs> off of his shoulders. She should have gone super saiyan and fucking just blew him <laughs> up. <laughs> True. Oh my god, I fucking hate this dude so much. He is, mm-hmm. he, they seem to perfectly, whoever he is, he seems like a good actor because he perfectly nailed that like obnoxious underground comedian mm-hmm. oh absolutely like it was it was perfect yeah but fuck Hated this it. Mm-hmm. i mean fuck both of them but ugh. and so like i don't blame miranda for most cynical the entire world for this whole episode because like she's dealt with some shit this plus the rest of the shit she's dealt with her entire life i mean i'm i'm 22 and i hate men so yeah and Miranda is extremely, I hate men this episode, and she is entirely valid for everything, so. Oh, yeah, if I was they, mm-hmm. oh, I'd be lucky I'm not just, like, burning them in the street. Yeah, and it, it kind of seems like she's going to do that, and I wish she would. I wish that she would burn Steve alive. <laughs> she just throws her drink on him and sets him on fire. Yeah, exactly. Instead of a drink, it's like a Molotov cocktail. <laughs> we should write Sex in the City 3. We should. Yeah, because breaking news, Sex in the City would have pulled Mr. Big in the shower. And excuse me, I'm living a life where this has never happened. So um, <laughs> we're in the darkest timeline. So I yeah, donate to our Patreon and we will write a script for Sex in the City 3 and then send it to Kim Cattrall. <laughs> exactly. And it's going to be Samantha is like the, like Carrie's not even in it. Big and Carrie both die in a freak gasoline fight accident. And uh, Samantha <laughs> <laughs> Samantha just is the star of the movie. She is like 62 years old and sucking 20-year-old dicks. So yeah, and then we move on to, I don't know, this very confusing lunch because everyone seems to be eating like normal lunch food. Um, but Miranda is eating a rice pudding. Yeah, I have no idea what is going on with that. But it's a nice little patio lunch. Yeah, we're outside, which is fun. Yeah, they're having a they're having a time. You know, Miranda's complaining about Alan, and well, the, her main thing is when she'd asked him how long he'd been divorced. Like straight away, he said three years. Like didn't even think. Yeah, I don't think if someone had said they were separated, and I wouldn't have a big deal with that. It's weird to just lie about divorce. Yeah, especially if you want it to go anywhere. Like if you're just trying to, you know, hook up with someone, then. I mean, it's what, like, just tell the truth. But, like, if you're, they're clearly trying to actually go on dates and stuff. So, if he's actually interested in her, I don't know why he's being upfront from the start. But, yeah, if someone said, I'm separated, but, you know, she won't sign the divorce papers or it's taking a while, cool. You know, mm-hmm. if I know there's nothing going on, so. The yeah. Weird. Yeah. Uh, and then Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte tells a story. Yeah, because Charlotte's whole thing this episode is, you know, hope blah blah blah. Because her thing is, you know, well maybe he really liked you, and you should just give him a chance. And Miranda looks like she's gonna fucking kill Charlotte <laughs> for saying this. But yeah, she goes on and tells her story about a friend of a friend, and mm, it's very my uncle works at Nintendo. It is incredibly that Charlotte's dad works uh, for Nintendo and hooked her up with the latest copy of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. <laughs> and uh, Charlotte means Jigglypuff. I think. Yeah, maybe she'll try Isabella though. Oh yeah, she. Oh. <laughs> I've never played a single Smash Brothers game, but you are so much more valid than anyone alive. <laughs> I know that Solid Snake got cakes, so that's all I need to know. Um, 
Charlotte's whole story is about her friend of a friend who had a married man fall for her and then he said he'd divorce his wife and then he did divorce his wife and then they moved to Connecticut and had a family and kids, blah, 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 and they're happily ever after and Miranda's like, that is bullshit, that never happened. And that doesn't happen ever. Yeah, I agree with Miranda. I feel like this is just absolute horseshit. This didn't happen. I'm sure it has happened in time in memoriam, but like if you are dating someone who is married, they're never gonna divorce whoever they're married to for you. It's just not gonna happen. Also, just the idea of dating someone who is currently in a relationship or married to someone is just, I just think that's just really shitty because, I mean, first of all, just the moral reasons behind it all and don't cheat, etc. But like also, if he's bored with his wife and wants to leave you, who's to say he's not just going to do this again to like five years? You get boring. You know, like. Yeah, I mean, that's always the issue when you're dating. Like, because obviously I have friends and people who have got with someone. Like, I remember I knew this guy who um, got with his girlfriend while he was while he had another girlfriend and he would constantly talk about how like oh my girlfriend doesn't trust me she always thinks i'm cheating and then when i found out that they got together he was cheating i thought oh that's why she always thinks you're cheating because you did it before (laughs) yeah it's just such a precedent for something they do again like i uh, i don't know it's the thing is i believe that you know maybe stuff does happen of like you are dating someone and then you meet someone else and they just light fire or whatever mm-hmm. but if that happens you should just immediately break up with whoever you're dating that's yeah. the only fair way to go about it for everyone involved yeah pretty much like there's not really there's not really an option where it really makes sense unless the person you're dating is just such a, that like I don't know, like, if you're in an abusive relationship where you feel like you can't really leave it, or I don't know, there's, there's... Yeah, the only acceptable thing to do is to immediately break up with them if you meet someone else. Yeah, exactly. Save the heartbreak. For both people involved, it's just shitty. Yeah, it's just bad, and I don't know what, I don't know, this whole situation is bad, and Miranda has complete, all these really shitty about him, and everything and you know like charlotte's being extremely oh but you know it can work out these myths are not myths they're real and samantha then adds in okay like have you ever actually known anyone whose relationship just magically changed overnight and uh charlotte's example is carrie and big oh um Uh, excusez-moi um it they it literally happened for a day. It was better for one date night. Their relationship has been better than it was. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. My favorite yeah. is Miranda. Just like, how is it different? How is it different? I don't get it. And then, like, Carrie is like, if you stop being so scary, I will tell you. Oh, my God. And she's like, I can't explain it. And then she tries to explain it. But literally all she's saying, I have no idea what she's saying. It's just, it's just a feel. I don't know. What? I don't know what she's saying. Clearly, no one else does. Because, like, you can tell by their faces that, like, Charlotte is the only person who believes her. Because she's, like, smiling the whole time. Charlotte is the, I mean, characterization-wise, Charlotte is the only one who would believe her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, this uh, this scene is exhausting, but mostly just because I'm Miranda the whole time. And yeah, uh, that's like the end of their lunch scene. Uh, and it prompts Carrie to th- get to... Th- uh, she's thinking about lots of stuff. She compares yeah. boyfriends to cyclopses. 
<laughs> Men be having one eye and it's in their dick. Uh, so, so true. Yeah. I don't, this is, um, I, I realize that she does have, this is her, I couldn't help but wonder moment, but she doesn't say that. Um, so I don't know if it counts. Well, I mean, she did say, I got to thinking, which... I got to thinking. It's, yeah. You know what she should call it? You know, have you seen that one picture from Disneyland that's like Pooh's thoughtful spot, but thoughtful is spot T-H-O-T-F-U-L? <laughs> it should just be like, Carrie's apartment should have a sign on her door that says like, Carrie's thoughtful spot. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, she is like the, the poo bear of, oh, I wonder if we can figure this. I don't want to do it now because this is going to be a long episode. But we need to figure out which, um, how the 100 Acre Woods people correlate to sex to say. Oh, God. I'm going to have to go hard on that one. But yeah, yeah that's, that's for it, another. <laughs> we didn't get a lot of questions, so I'll send it in as anonymous and then we'll be surprised at the end of the episode. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. <laughs> Uh, um, so she, she gets to thinking about myths and relationships, heroes, boyfriends, cyclopses, and divorce guys. Are they really that different? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. And she says, you know, like, do modern day singles and modern day myths just help us get through our random and sometimes miserable relationships? Oh, dear. If it's miserable, wake up. Your relationships are not supposed to be miserable is the thing, Carrie. Like, you shouldn't need myths to get through them because they're not supposed to be miserable. Ugh. And then, okay, so then we finally get her question after she's in the bush with her weird, philological, cyclops boyfriend bullshit. And uh, what she says is, are we willing to believe anything? to date which this is so sad most of us are not (laughs) you know i'm not making up things in my head about my relationship to be happy in it i'm just happy in it like this is so sad alexa play it was a (laughs) (laughs) when i looked up that song the first thing that came up was a seal version of it because i guess seal seal well seal covered it Oh. Like, Kiss from a Rose Seal. And so I was like, is Big really singing a Seal song up on stage? But it's like, oh, no, this is a cover. Okay, got it, got it. Listen, looking at Big, I can tell you that he only listens to Frank Sinatra. Oh, the, literally, I'm pretty sure he's never mentioned a single other artist ever in the course of the entire show. Like, yeah. My friend's dad asked me what my favorite, like, old-timey artist was, and I just sort of blanked, but, like, I have to make conversation with him because, you know, he's my friend's Mm -hmm. dad. I need to keep him sweet. And I was like, because I didn't want to say someone from, like, the fucking 80s and have him pull over the car and, like... (laughs) Valid. I mean, what did you say? I said I have the cat. Because I'm edgy. Okay. I don't even know who I would say from, like, before the 70s. Because there's not... Like, I would say the oldest band that I listen to, like, sometimes, not even frequently, but sometimes, is, like... And that's, Ooh. like, 70s. But, like... Yeah. I was gonna say Fleetwood Mac, and then he'd be like, they're not old, and then be mad at me. So you have to say someone from, like, the 50s. The 70s was fucking, like, 70 years. Like, not really, but it was pretty much 70 years ago. So, like, it's old, okay? <laughs> like, I was born in 96. Fucking Ace of Base is old to me. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, if classic rock stations are allowed to play, like, Pearl Jam now, then I'm allowed to say that, like... Fleetwood Mac is old. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. God. Anyway, um, uh, we're going with yeah. Uh, drinks. Yeah, drinks and no talking heads. Thank God. 
Right. Because um, we need to get swiftly into perhaps the highlight of this episode. Possibly. This is possibly the wettest this episode gets at any point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Including the end of this, the end of the fucking episode where it's in the rain. Oh yeah, it's it's way wetter than that. Like think that, but it's like a hurricane, a torrential downpour. Like it's yeah, no big eeks. We got some big eeks here, and you know, we I slip and slided all the way down the streets of Manhattan when I <laughs> saw this cameo here. Ah. Did you slip and slide all the way to Trump Tower? I sure fucking did. I did. Mm. And then I burst into flames. <laughs> so. so, yeah, Donald Trump is here. Mm-hmm. Like him himself. Like we see him. With his fucking mullet. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a mullet. Like he's kind of trimmed it now, but it's straight up a mullet. It very much is. He is. He's like behind Samantha. And not in the cool Carly Rae Jepsen No, way. not at all. Oh, no. If you're a man and you have a mullet, well, I don't know. I think sometimes it's ring, but I think that's because I'm But like, <laughs> but <laughs> most of the time, if you're a man with a mullet, you're on thin fucking ice and probably because you're a hockey player, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good joke <laughs> i didn't mean to do it it just happened <laughs> um yeah so he's like behind samantha because she's having a cocktail at the bar it's the end of her work day she's got a beautiful purple blazer on and then yeah we see behind her donald trump sitting at a table he's doing a business um with some other old guy yeah mm. So, like, here's the thing. Um, I forgot this happened. Uh, and I <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I went to, like, IMDb this morning. And I was like, oh, because you messaged me and I woke up and read it. And I was like, oh, what's the episode today? What have we got? And I was like, oh, Donald Trump's single friend. And I thought, oh, okay. They'll probably just mention him like they did in the pilot. And then he was there, and I, Trixie Mattel screamed. Yeah, I fucking lost it when I saw him. I was, I've seen the show before, but I forgot that he ever actually appeared in the show. And yeah, I I also screamed because Carrie has a voiceover line that is absolutely incredibly bad on the ear to hear, which is, uh, Samantha, a cosmopolitan, and Donald Trump. You don't get more New York than that. I mean, I guess he is very New York, unfortunately. Not in my New York. Like, I, it's like, again, I've seen this episode, so I'm sure I just thought, oh, it's Donald Trump, that fucking waste man. But, like, mm. he wasn't the president at the time, and he wasn't even gunning to be the president, so... At this time, he hadn't even done, like, The Apprentice. Like, that's how long ago it was. So, yeah, I guess at that point, he was extremely just New York, so... Yeah, and I hadn't even... I've, I've never even seen Home Alone 2, so it just didn't really... <laughs> You know, connect for Yeah, true. Yeah, I've seen it, but it's been way too long that I would remember him. In, so, <laughs> but, uh, so Trump is, he, he, you know, his cameo, you know, he's, he's a wet man. So, you know, he slips out of your fingers like that. He's gone before you can even see him. So he like shakes hand with this old dude. And then he's like, if you need me, I'll be in my office at Trump Tower. <laughs> like- Which is a weird thing to say. Like if I had a building with my fucking name on it, I wouldn't be like, guess where I am. <laughs> What you're not in in the top of Alex Tower in the penthouse, just in your office, like a like a fucking supervillain, literally in mm-hmm. the goddamn Spider-Man game. They have <laughs> they have Wilson Fisk, aka God, what's his name, Kingpin. But basically, they have a main villain in the Spider-Man game mm. who is his 
tower is exactly where Trump Tower is. Oh, okay, okay. He's like a corrupt businessman who everyone fucking hates, who's like, gross. Oh, okay, okay. So he's basically like the E-Corp of this like yeah. how Mr. Robot does a funny is a funny with their evil court. Oh yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a funny parody. Yeah. But I mean, if you have a building, if you have a skyscraper with your name on it and you have a big office at the top of it, you are a supervillain. You're a fucking, you know, Dr. Evil. Oh, indubitably. I don't like that I said that word. Yeah, you extremely are. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, it's very weird that he even has to say this thing. But I'm I'm guessing that he was probably like, there's no way I'm going to be on your show. I can't do his voice. I'm not going to even try. There's no way I'm going to be on your show if I don't get to plug my Trump Tower. Because otherwise, who's going to, I don't even. He's probably arrogant enough to think everyone knows who he is. But he's just like, I just got to let him know about my tower. And otherwise, I won't do the cameo. Oh, yeah. I'm sure all the fucking Midwestern housewives watching this show fucking gave a shit i hate this man let's move on to fucking erectile dysfunction man let's move on yes so after after they do their business uh the trump walks away and then this old guy who a business with him just comes up to samantha and starts hitting on her and he asks her if he can buy her a drink and this guy's you know like old like he's like he's probably like 70 i'd say um he's a he's a young 72 oh yeah so that's what yeah samantha says that and uh, okay um i wouldn't say that but sure um she says you know because he asked if you can buy her a drink she's like oh i already have one thanks um and then he says can i buy you an island (laughs) i i mean samantha is doing that laugh the entire episode which i kind of appreciate yeah because she's just like i don't know can you and i just i really fucking hate rich people so much because they can just instead of having charisma or anything they can just be like i'm gonna buy you something so expensive that you have to like me and i mean um, who is gonna turn that down yeah i just uh, well i don't need an island i can't even drive a car let on a boat <laughs> so it's kind of yeah useless to- i have no reason to have an island and but you know samantha's like she's she's into it now that she knows that there's something in it for her because this guy's clearly got lots of me so um so he introduces himself as ed um i did not get the joke of this until nearly the end of the episode because his name is ed which is like erectile and you see (laughs) you point this out to me and i didn't realize until i watched this episode at 11 o'clock this morning didn't realize until maybe like four o'clock in the afternoon that you meant erectile dysfunction and not eating disorder oh yeah because i guess ed would also mean uh, i mean i guess it says a lot about me <laughs> i mean they're both they're both things that get abbreviated as that so that makes sense they're both kind of bad as well they are they're yeah they're both they're both not great to have to have and he yeah he he clearly has the other of the two though he clearly has the erectile dysfunction not the <laughs> eating disorder um because <laughs> he's you know like 70 and so they talk for a bunch at this bar and it turns out, you know, this guy's a millionaire, like multiple times only, and he's single and available. And so she's a little bit, you know, she's a little bit into it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is, at least she's like an adult. Yeah. If you're a 70 two-year-old if you're a 70 year old man and you're trying to find a younger woman like at least she's in a probably her 40s and she's not 
18. Yeah, no, for sure. Because this could have been, like, extremely gross. And it kind of just looks like he's looking for, like, companionship with sex. But, you know, like, he knows he's old. So he's not going yeah. for, like, the hottest, youngest. He's not, like, Hugh Hefner being the disgusting, disgusting creep imaginable. He's just, he's just a horny old guy. And, you know, I guess old guys also have needs. So Yeah, old guys need love, too. And I think this also led me to think... um, is Anna Nicole smithing someone praxis? Oh, I feel like it depends. Like, are you are you taking that wealth and redistributing it at all? Or is it entirely for yourself? Or Yeah, I feel like I could do that. Because if I could use, like, what have I got on my side? I'm not very strong. And I'm not even all that smart. But I'm pretty and I'm kind of conniving. So I probably mm. could convince an old man to leave me his money and then redistribute it. So it's kind of like being a slutty Robin Hood, I guess. <laughs> it's kind of that, like if... That's my career goes. Yeah, like if Robin Hood was sleeping with Kang to get his money and then redistributed it to the poor instead of stealing it, you know, got it through his own sexuality. Just, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I, yeah. I'd be like, I need some new teeth and like maybe a dr- like a pretty dress. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I'm just going to build like, I don't know. I'll become like an actual philanthropist. Hmm. I don't know. Build a yeah. hospital and some schools and shit. Yeah. Like actual helpful I, things. You know? I think that that's good. Like, that is praxis. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, the thing about revolution is you've got to find out where you fit. And sometimes you don't fit in. Sometimes someone fits in. And that's just how it works. Uh, <laughs> if you're Samantha. <laughs> um. Carrie doesn't exactly see Samantha's view here. They, no. yeah, they go for a walk with some Starbucks and they have like the ice drinks from Starbucks, which is um, real white girl shit. Everyone talks yeah. about like, you know, oh, the pumpkin spice latte. No, if you're a, a real girl, then you drink <laughs> ice cold Starbucks in fucking December. Oh, absolutely. It looks like <laughs> Samantha's drinking. Um, it looks like she's having like an orange mocha frappuccino. Like I don't even think like I don't even know if those are real, but just it remind it's like similar era to Zoolander, so I'm just like that's what it looks like. She's drinking like an orange frappuccino-ish kind of like. I love the orange mocha frappuccino because it sounds so disgusting. It sounds so bad. Like I personally absolutely loathe like chocolate. I think Same. I hate the I hate that combination and Ugh, it disgusts me that it's really popular, but And um, coffee? Yeah. I like coffee and chocolate. Coffee and but, chocolate is delicious, but coffee and orange sounds hard. I had an orange, yeah. like, maybe a couple of minutes after I had my coffee, and it was gross. Just awful. Bad. Oh, bad. They're they're drinking their drinks and uh, walking down the street. Samantha's kind of just like, okay, well, what's your ceiling on, like, age? How old would you date? Carrie says, I don't know, like, 50, which... And then, yeah, Samantha's like, what if he was really rich? And Carrie goes, 50? Yeah, so Carrie's still, you know, she's still set on 50, you know? I mean, like, okay, for context, later in this episode, we find out Big is 42. Yeah, I, I feel like 50 is top of the bracket. I mean, Carrie's probably, like, 30, early 30s. It makes I feel like she's probably maybe, like, 34. She's, she probably isn't even halfway these yet. No. So that's not, that's 50 and 30 is like what? 50, you know, 20, 15 years is her max difference, which 
when you're mm-hmm. 30 is um i think less of a deal obviously like than now i don't really want to date a four-year-old yeah well i mean it turns out she's dating someone who's like a decade older than than her um and he's still like a baby oh he's still a man child he clearly has the emotional maturity of just a piece of garbage because he is a piece of garbage but Oh, it's really bad, but at least Carrie, you know, Carrie's got her limit, and it's, so Samantha's then just like, well, I met the cutest older man, and <laughs> Carrie asked him, how old is he, like, 50? Um, Samantha kind of is just quiet, sipping on her drink. Uh, Carrie's like, okay, 60? Like, is he on Medicare? <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes, and then she's still sipping on this drink, and Carrie has to say, 70? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is where we find out Sam's best guess is that he's about 72, young 72. I don't know what a young uh, 72 is, but... Yeah, I mean, I you know, I, there are old people who, like, you'll be 70 and, you know, that's not... You're still in pretty good health. But then there's some people yeah. who are 70 who have, like, very, you know, functionality and stuff. I mean, 70 might... Well, I don't yeah. know, but... So I feel like, like maybe she just means he's in... My grandmother's 90 and she's still pretty, like, you know, up and at him for her age. Yeah, and so there's lots of other people the same age who might be less active or less whatever this guy is. So maybe that's what she means. I don't know. <laughs> then Samantha says, uh, your silence reeks of ages. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt just accuse someone of ageism just pull that ageism card out <laughs> i love when people use ageism because most of the time um it's not most of the time it really isn't and in this case it's like like i mean okay so it's a personal preference but it's it's not even just a preference it's one of those things too that's like someone that much older than you probably has different priorities in their life than you. Yeah. um and you don't want to be 10 years down the road having your husband in a home or dying when you're like 50 i mean like it happens but (laughs) no i don't know yeah no i mean it's a it's a big commitment to date someone who is that much older than you yeah it's like you know you adopt a 13 year old cat you know i mean (laughs) you you know that you don't have a full full life with this cat right like i mean i think it's very noble to do that but you know that the medicals are going to come in sooner than they would if you got a kitten. Dating is just like adopting a cat. It's exactly the same. It, like, I, I think I've said it before, adopt, don't shop. So True. Um, yeah. adopt, yeah. <laughs> adopt old people. <laughs> this metaphor is so bad and it does not make any sense. Not at all, but it's fine. Um, you're still valid. I, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this. But <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Carrie's like, okay, well... Uh, like, are you, you guys gonna have sex? And Sam's like, well, we haven't discussed it yet. So, and then Carrie says, are you seriously saying you'll have sex with a senior? I mean, he's like an old man. Like, you can still have sex with him. He's not... He's still a human. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are treating this like he's, like he's some gargoyle. He's just old. Yeah, and this whole, this whole story is so fucking stupid. It's so stupid. I don't... I don't know why why they did this, but they did. So we have to talk about it. <laughs> they sure did it. And like Samantha, Samantha says something that I don't like to hear where she says, you know what they say? All cats look the same in the dark. Oh, using cats like it's the fucking 1960s as well. <laughs> why would you compare old people to cats? Come on. 
<laughs> I think she's saying cat like like in the slang term. That's true. I think she is. She probably picked that up from him because he likes to use the word cat like that. So because <laughs> he, he likes does. to use super fucking old expressions that she calls him on. <laughs> this this episode is entirely about dating guys who only speak in like 1940s references. <sighs> Honestly, it truly is. Every single part of it. Oh. <sighs> well, that's their whole scene. Exhausting. Yeah, I can't wait to get to the episode where Carrie dates a guy who's in a fucking jazz band. <sighs> oh, fuck, I forgot about that. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> Let's move up. We show so much of the episode. Oh, my God. Oh. I know, I know, I know. Okay, so the next scene, Carrie's up big. Oh, my God. Why does this keep getting worse? This is just <laughs> Carrie's up big. <laughs> oh, she's eating veal. Our good friend, Josh. Oh, she's... <laughs> Yeah, friend of the show Josh Veal, not to dox you, but your name, your full name's on Twitter. What I don't care. Um, he's, <laughs> he's like known by his fucking full name. I so. know. It's I don't even give a shit. You're you're whatever. Um, so Carrie is at <laughs> Carrie's at Biggs. Big is preparing a Josh Veal to eat, and his hands are all covered in stuff and so carrie leans over and gives him like puff on her cigarette like Ugh. she holds it to his face and then he like blows smoke rings out and then to pop them and it's like isn't smoking sexy like it's weird like like even as someone who smokes i don't think it's sexy yeah like uh, i hate it and i feel like doing smoke tricks is also incredible like incredibly 1950s type thing like i mean like, vape yeah. tricks of the fucking <laughs> the true yeah. chad uh <laughs> if this was if this was 2018 he's doing vape tricks on instagram then i support it but otherwise i'm not interested no otherwise no <laughs> uh, yeah he's preparing veal and ugh, carrie basically is like hey so i've got a request and i want you to get my get to know my friends better and so then big decides to list off all the things he knows about her friends because he's like oh i know them fine yeah. Uh, Miranda's the redhead, Charlotte's the brunette, and Samantha's trouble. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha. I was expecting her to say, I was expecting him to be like, Samantha's horny. So, you know, <laughs> trouble trouble is on the tamer end of what I expected. But yeah, uh, yeah then she's like, oh, well, yeah. okay, then I want them to know you better. Mm. He, he, yeah, he didn't say Samantha's a, a big fat dick pig, but... <laughs> Could you uh, imagine? <laughs> Carrie probably Carrie probably would have just let it slide. She probably which would have been like, it's fine if my friend calls my my best friend's name. Yeah, well she didn't seem to even be that bothered, but No. Um, yeah, he's just shrugging off. He's like, Oh, I know them and uh, I hate this guy. I hate it. Because you know she clearly wants she clearly wants this. It's important to her. And she says that what she wants is for them to all have dinner on Saturday night at a place called Denial. And they literally just called it Denial so they could make uh puns. Oh literally. Yeah. The second they called it this, I was like, wow, so like her entire relationship. Wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can just sit so. here and make jokes. I'm sure mm-hmm. someone in the writers' room was like, wouldn't it be funny if it was called Denial? Because that's like a silly name for a, a restaurant. Like I hate this. I hate no. it. <laughs> it's not fucking 
funny. Yeah, then Big is just like, okay. And then Carrie gets a call and it's Miranda. So Miranda's like waiting for her at a bar. She's been waiting for a while and is like, where are you? So, uh. And, oh, this really pissed me off. Carrie's a horrible friend. Carrie is the worst friend possible. Like, this is so shitty. She's like, oh, I left a message on your um, machine or something. Yeah. And she says, oh, big, basically big cold and said that he was going to cook. So she just bounced on her friend. Yep. She just completely bailed to eat some Josh veal and. <laughs> and uh, left Miranda hanging at this bar. This C- Carrie is responsible for Steve. Carrie's responsible for Steve. Ah, and then Big is responsible for Steve too. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> um, Miranda is like, you stood me up for politically incorrect meat. <laughs> True. It's, a good, it's like a good thing to call veal because when when they said they were eating it, I was like, "That's kind of a shitty thing to eat, isn't it?" It kind of is. You know what she? You know why she called it that? I think she called it that because it voted for John McCain back in like 2012. <laughs> 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 you should probably tell him that he's mentioned quite a lot this episode, but y'all have to do it. <laughs> um, oh yeah but i really did like that they called it that i've never had veal before i've never had any appeal to eat it i don't know i no, no um, i was weird like I, I mean i feel like um you know how we have kind of an arbitrary like this meat is acceptable to eat and this meat isn't factor mm-hmm. you know yeah but the other day i found venison in our fridge and i was really upset because i was like you can't eat venison but then i haven't eaten meat in like seven years so (laughs) why do i give a shit yeah i mean i feel like there's a difference with veal from other meats because it kind of is like well if you're going to kill an animal for food you should at least get as much meat out of it as you can right so like if you're gonna take a life from something at least you you know don't just do it at like when they're babies. Yeah, it seems extremely wasteful. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna take a life from something, at least make it go a long way. And it's like animal cruelty as well. Like I mean, mm-hmm. give them as long of a life as possible. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Overall, it's not great, but I wouldn't expect any better from Big. So no, Big doesn't give a shit about animals. No. Fuck that guy. Big is like I kill fucking baby cows. I kill baby yeah. cows with my bare hands. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's Cartman from that one episode of South Park, except for in the seals, it's cows. So you think Big only eats meat like fucking Jordan Peterson? Uh, you know that Big in twenty eight to be all the fuck. Over. And oh how do they uh, do that? How do they not dead? I have no idea. I mean, they are getting like scurvy. So <laughs> it's scurvy in twenty eighteen because you're a fucking idiot who doesn't believe in feminism, eats meat, and nothing else. <laughs> if it's twenty eighteen and you refuse to eat a vegetable, then I'm sorry, but. Maybe you deserve to have scurvy. <laughs> if you get scurvy in 2018, then you deserve it. <laughs> you have to. There's no way to get scurvy unless it's literally because the only given to you is something that someone else is that you have no control over. Like, unless yeah, unless you have no control. If you can, if you can walk to a supermarket and buy food and you get scurvy, then you mm-hmm. deserve it. <laughs> like, even if you're so poor that the only thing you can afford is like you know like shitty ramen like chef boyardee you're not gonna get scurvy from that (laughs) they're true there are vegetables on it you have to be spending money to buy 
specifically just meat, which costs more than like the cheapest foods you can buy. True, meat is expensive. This is perhaps our hottest yet truest take. It's true. Meat is expensive. It is a it is a burden on the world. Like I do eat meat, but it you know it's bad for the environment. It is incredibly bad for the environment. It's true. Yeah, I mean, I think it's unrealistic for everyone to stop eating meat and go vegan. That's kind of ridiculous. But you know, maybe have a couple of days a week where you don't eat meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please don't eat anything but meat. First of all, it's terrible for the environment. It's terrible for your body, and also it's just like, unethical. I don't know. Everything about it's bad. Fuck you, Jordan. Eat my entire ass. He would because that's me. <laughs> I'm so tired. Gosh, should we move on to Steve? Yeah, okay. So Miranda freaks out at Carrie because she's like, this is bullshit that you blew me off. And so they hang up and Big as Big asks Carrie, like, oh, is everything okay? And Carrie's like, oh yeah, everything's fine because she's a liar. So everything's fine i said you know like a liar and then we go over to miranda and so miranda's clearly pissed off she's you know she is sitting at the bar and the bartender um is steve it's steve i mean he's saying it's steve but for anyone who doesn't know um steve plays a pretty big part in like miranda's overall arc within the show um but for now, he's just um, an annoying manlet. He's very annoying. Yeah. he He's kind of like, I can't try to describe him, people who haven't seen him. Like, oh, no. Okay. Did you see that one picture of Nick Kroll that looked just like Steve? <laughs> Like, it was ridiculous. I saw the picture and I was like, that's Steve from Sex and the City. He had, like, the very (laughs) curly hair. It was, you know, not, like, long and curly, but it was, like, short and curly. And then he had the exact same glasses on and they have the exact same kind of just, like, nice. Yeah. He's Nick Crow if he wasn't funny and wore glasses. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. He thinks he's funny, though. So, because he's a man. I mean, we'll get more into this, but I kind of realized why I dislike Steve, and it's because he's essentially a Woody Allen protagonist. Whew. Okay, that's a that's a take, and I am here for it. I am here for it. Think about it. He's doing a bit of a Woody Allen shtick. Yeah, he kind of is. He's kind of. Oh, I hate everything about his. I guess it's supposed to be his charm that he has, maybe? I don't know what it is. Like, I don't find it charming, but... But he's hmm. like, oh, I like to date women who are taller than me, and I'm neurotic, and I'm from New York, and... <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I wear glasses. I'm kind of nerdy looking. Like, he's not a child molester, but he's that same kind of, like, yeah. fucking whiny, like, beta male bullshit that like gave a lot of men like the thing yeah. with Woody Allen that pisses me off outside of him being an evil person is like he made movies for guys who are fucking pieces of shit and think nothing is their fault oh yeah one of my friends described the plot of the only Woody Allen movie she's ever seen before and I have no idea which one it is but I heard the entire plot that she described and I wanted to jump out of the train I was riding it. Like, it was so bad that I was like, literally only a man, which there's not a single woman who would find this interesting. 
Like, I have no yeah. redeeming qualities, but these beautiful women fall in love with me. Yeah, absolutely. And and she also said, like, and the woman who was in the movie that he left his wife for, who had, like, two lines in the entire movie. Ugh. I fucking hate it. I, fucking, I hate it. I fucking, Ben shouldn't be allowed to write anything in a while. I keep... <laughs> Like, I keep seeing this poster around town for, like, this play, and it has, like, 12 men in the cast, and it's written and directed and produced by men. And I'm like, fucking die. It's so true. It's exhausting. Like, seeing something that is produced and made only by men... Like, that's why I didn't listen to the McElroys for so long. Because I was like, I just don't want to listen to something that is only three guys talking. And has, like, no wit. And is just a bunch of nerdy guys talking about shit. And it's like, okay, they are funny. Yeah. But, like, I, I put it off for so long. And I really had to have a lot of people be like, okay, like, I totally get that. But they actually are pretty funny before I ever <laughs> gave them a shot. Like, like, sometimes men are okay. I like We Hate Movies and everything. But... Yeah. You know, if I have to read another script where I've, or watch another fucking movie where a woman has like two lines, get pre- gets pregnant and then dies, I'm gonna fucking go ballistic. Fucking <laughs> so this is why we hate Steve. Also, yeah, so she's like, uh, get me another wine, and he's like, please. And she says my favorite line in the episode, which is, "Are you allowed to speak to me like that?" <laughs> I did like that. Like, okay, don't be a dick to your servers, but also... But it's Steve, so like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's like clearly just not amused, and he's like, you know, can I have another glass of please? And uh, then she's just like, he gives it to her, and he keeps teasing her. Like, she says, thank you, and then he says, Ooh, Steve. He's a fucking creep, because basically he decides that, like, he likes her, so he starts flirting with her, mm-hmm. um... Essentially, that's the whole thing of when he's like, please, he's just trying to flirt. And then he's like, oh, by the way, my name's Steve. And then he coyly asks if she has a boyfriend. Ugh. Yeah, she doesn't like it at all. And then and it, she even has to be like, look, I'm not a total bitch. I just had a fight with someone. So like, excuse me for not like enjoying you trying to be so. That's true. She's obviously pissed off. Don't try and flirt with someone that angry. Yeah. And I guess the thing that works is because, you know, she says she had a fight and he says boyfriend and she's like that's none of your business and then he's like girlfriend butcher and (laughs) she's like butcher what and so he says you know well i guess because of the i guess i wasn't right and then so she kind she thinks this is kind of charming i guess this is where she kind of smiles okay it's it's very charming um i mean it's not but (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's this is where she engages with him she asks him what he's reading because book at the bar and he makes a funny joke he says the joy of barton hemingway um isn't he actually reading that though i don't know i don't think that's an actual hemingway book i don't know i don't know <laughs> i didn't google it i don't really I tried, hemingway. i tried to <laughs> google it but i was like hemingway can eat my butt so i <laughs> <laughs> so i didn't look that hard oh it's a real book <laughs> it is okay okay Miranda was like, so you think you're funny? <laughs> I feel like, do you think you're funny is such a hilarious thing to say to someone because it's so mean. <laughs> it really is. 
And then Miranda, or no, so Steve is like, okay, the, the wine's on me. He comes up to her and she's just like, why would you do that? And he basically says, it's a bribe so that you'll hang out with me and talk to me. Okay, this pissed me off because the reason he wants to talk to her is because otherwise he'll have to listen to the NYU grads talk about Fiona Apple. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck is wrong with Fiona Apple, you goddamn cretin? I feel like he's the kind of person who's probably just like, oh, I hate those fucking whatever uh, they call people before hipsters existed. Yeah. I hate these. Ugh, Fiona Apple has more depth in her left toe than Steve has in his entire body. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, but Steve, you know, Steve had to make a funny joke. Mm. And, uh, you know, oh, I hate this. But you can tell Miranda thinks he's kind of cute at this point. She's kind of falling for this. She likes it. And then they go, so after he's off work, they go back to Miranda's place, they have sex. As Carrie says in her voiceover, uh, Steve Steve served Miranda two orgasms straight up. Good for him, I guess. She got a double and, okay. (laughs) She got the right double. So what I, okay, what I didn't get about this is, okay, so Steve's on top of her and they're both under the covers, and then we get the camera, and it pans down to their feet, and then Steve's feet are on the outside, and Miranda's feet are on the inside, but Miranda's feet are, like, together, like, next to each other, side by side, but he's also inside of her, so are her legs even spread at all? Like, how, what, how are they having sex? Rubbing against her belly button. I feel like that's the only way this makes physical sense, because there's no way that they're having sex if if her feet are together. Unless she's got her feet together, but then her knees are spread apart like a frog kind of pose. Oh, that seems just seems like an that just seems like a weird position to be in. Yeah, I can't imagine how this is working. Like I realize that they're not ha- actually having sex to the scene. But, but you know, it made me believe. Yeah, I mean I don't wanna believe, but like <laughs> also I don't know. I just there's nothing good about this. This is bad. <sighs> You're right. It's not great. But apparently he's really good at doing the sex, so that's her, I guess. <sighs> this uh, I'm gonna pass out. This must be what marathon runners feel like. <laughs> Honestly, this is just, you know, take after take after take when there's not a single time to catch a breather here. Like there's not a single scene that's just like a nice reprieve from the madness. It just goes on and on. No, no, because then we we finished the sex and he is so he wants to see her again. He's like, Can I get your number? And she's just like, This was a one night stand. Oh my god. And he says that was really special. Can we also say that, like, the whole time we say this, I don't think yet we've mentioned that Steve has, like, an incredibly, what is it, Brooklyn accent? He's very Brooklyn. He's very, like, I'm from Brooklyn. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, I'm walking here. (laughs) He does. It's gonna... I mean, I forget how strong his accent is, but it is kind of ridiculous. It's, he, he's got, he's got quite the accent. Incredibly. Uh, make sure you're imagining about Steve when we talk about Steve. says, that was really special. <laughs> hey, I'm walking him. <laughs> That's what he says to Manda. <laughs> hey, I'm coming in. <laughs> Uh, and oh yeah, Miranda, you might stay. he calls her a pisser. And What's that mean? And maybe it's Brooklyn something. Maybe that's what everyone in Brooklyn... Does she... Maybe she squat. Uh, worse. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he says she should just come by the bar again. She's not giving him... And then Miranda says goodbye, and she's clearly just, like, dim time. And like, okay, bye, it's us. And, like, Steve just leaves and laughs. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, I don't like it. So let's move on to Samantha. <laughs> Episode that kills you when you live it. Yeah, so so she's at Ed's place and they're having dinner and his fancy what do they call it a dining room it's like a big ass dining room like it's so big that they're like opposite how do you have a conversation i have no idea especially he's like 70 he probably needs hearing aids from a foot away (laughs) like i i mean if you're if you're in my family 40 yeah you're deaf now i'm deaf now and i'm not even 30 yet maybe this guy's got incredible maybe um yeah so his uh his like maid i guess who seems to be about as old as him uh, like brings out the the you know the the napkins I suppose, and uh, Samantha opens hers and there's a bracelet and it's diamond. Yeah, Samantha's like Samantha like school. She's so excited. I mean, hey, it's a lot of diamonds. I mean, it it, it is a lot of diamonds. Like this is this is some pretty special. So. <laughs> um, and then the maid well, rolls her eyes at this because yeah. like this is clearly played out. Like I'm sure he's done this. And I bet these are blooming cubic zirconia. Ugh. And then he's like. Oh, that's, he's playing a fucking game and he's like, oh, that's weird. He opens his and there's a pair of earrings in it and she squeals again. Huge diamonds. And then he lifts up his cloche and it's like signaling, uh, I guess trying to get her to open up hers and she does and it's a necklace and it's like a matching set, which is oh, yeah. also very retro. Extra. And then Samantha is so happy that clapping. She's <laughs> clapping and squealing. She's so happy. I, I think, <sighs> yeah, I, have, I mean, at the very least, she can pawn this shit and probably get a few bucks. Oh, for sure. Like, at least she's getting something out of it. Because, yeah. yeah, that's what she... <laughs> so... I mean, my favorite, like, my favorite episode, you know, 90 Day Fiance, they have, it's like a show on TLC where they have people, like, it's Americans and then, like, foreigners and then clearly getting married for visas. Uh, okay it's very awkward they had one woman on it who was pretty honest about the fact that she was clearly marrying this dude for money and she pointed out that like he was only interested in her because she was so hot and she was only interested in him because he had money i guess they're both getting out of it they want i mean it's true so it's an exchange at the end of the day yep samantha is you know she's happy about this so that's something it's something i like seeing her happy i I don't like the circumstances but yeah uh, eat their six course i couldn't do that yeah (laughs) god same and then okay so then he starts putting like i don't even (sighs) and there she's on the couch and he comes up both got through he says something dumb that oh he says i used cats and he's talking about music (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he's doing the old, like, jazz and cognac move. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, it sure is something. And um, But then he's kind of like, okay, I'm going to be straight up with you. I'm going to lay my cards on the... And what he says is, I know I've only got a few more good years left, like 10 to 12 tops. <laughs> Samantha's like, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> she is so playing dumb. It's so funny. Um, He says, oh, no, don't, don't, I know. And then he's like, I just want someone to have fun with. And yeah, at least he's being honest. Yeah, I appreciate he, that. he's saying what he wants. He's straightforward. You feel like you have to do that. You have to be upfront. Yeah. <laughs> he says he'll for a while because he knows you know you could get any guy. I'm gonna make it. And then he says, "I've got a pocket Viagra." He grabs <sighs> her hand and puts it on his like on his crotch. You said that so coyly. <laughs> Yeah, she puts she yeah she, she puts it on his yeah. I, I, the thing is, I don't like to think about that. But he oh, did. Old man penis. You don't like to think about that. <laughs> <sighs> he run off. To, <laughs> Samantha's like, I think it's better dark. 
Yeah, she's very insistent they need to have sex in the dark. Yeah. They do. And as Carrie's voiceover states, it turns out that not only does not only do all cats uh look the same in the dark, but they feel the same in the dark. Oh, in case I sleep with an old man. Thank you. Yeah. And they also just weird thing growl at him. Like- oh yeah, she like purrs <laughs> at him like a cat for some reason. I love it. Yeah, like and then he does the same thing back and it's so much <laughs> so yeah that's yeah and we don't see the earl. it's not like our tip oh but we do see something oh we do see something yep uh, so he's they're like um i don't know if they've initiated sex yet but he takes a break to go to the little boy's room and he turns on the light and samantha sees his a saggy old man ass. We see it, not just Samantha. We all, the whole world saw his flappy ass. Oh, it's not great. <laughs> it is It is like if you're butt by plastic bag. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, aging is a natural thing. There's nothing wrong with that. No, of course not. <laughs> I had, a, when I was on the, on the IMDb page, they pointed out that, like, this was a, a body double, so I'm sure they got, like, the flabbiest ass they could find. Yeah, they, I'm, I'm sure they did, the, like, they did this on purpose, like, as they possibly did, I guess. And, like, okay, so then we see Samantha's face, and she's so horrified that she runs out of the apartment, and, like, apparently later she tells him she had a bad reaction to she's uh, so disgusted yeah so th- apparently this is what does can't st- flappy runs away. it's like flappy bird <laughs> oh could you imagine flappy bird but every time you tap it's just the ash flappy <laughs> <laughs> you bet game uh, that would kill her on the- yeah okay yeah give <sighs> us uh i don't know the the <laughs> the writing credits for season c3 and also flappy bird sequel yeah <laughs> Uh, and that that's the end of that's the end of Samantha's story, I think. Yeah, and I finally made it to four of mine, so <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. Yeah, I, I I, mean, I kept this brief because I knew I wasn't leading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was a tough time. Uh, it is tough. I got... Okay, so so now it's Saturday afternoon. Miranda's in her apartment reading her paper, and Steve buzzes her door, and she lets him in. So he buzzes, and he says, it's Steve. And she says, Steve who? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay, as someone with a very uh, popular name, this happens. Yeah, it does happen. <laughs> Although, to be fair, they did sleep the other day. Oh, but she's already forgotten it because who cares? Yeah, true. Um, So she lets him up and because uh, he's like, oh, it's bartender. Uh, when he gets up, she's like, did you leave something? Or, like, what are you doing? And Steve's, oh, well, I didn't have your number. And I wanted to tell you <sighs> that I like you. And... <laughs> Uh, Miranda's like, Miranda's super science, and she is, she just thinks he's trying to, like, no, it's not like that. Yeah, it's not like that, hey, my mom or my papa. <laughs> I just want to have dinner with you. Uh, how about tonight? And, uh, so Miranda's like, look, I got plans, because she does, she's got plans denial with her friends. And, like, okay, well, my buddy works there, I'll meet you for a drink. What time is she? So she says seven. He's like, okay. he starts to leave. But then he, like, twists back round, and he's like... <laughs> What's the real time? And she begrudgingly says nine. Like, okay, if you have to go through this much work to get 
to get a girl to go out with. He doesn't want to. F- and like, I guess this was a thing before like phones and social media became a thing. But showing up at someone's apartment to try and sleep with them again seems kind of shitty. Like this can get into her, but it's look. Does she wants to you again. She will go out of her way to do it. She knows. Yeah, and she knows where you work. Yeah. So chill, Steve. And so they've got that set up. They're, so now we get our preamble. Big's supposed to meet all the friends. <laughs> so yeah, Carrie shows up at 8.15 to Big's place for a drink and then they'll move on to denial. <laughs> move on to denial? I thought they were already there. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, and she's got this really nice like dress on. Very sh- Yeah, it kind of reminded me because like Samantha's wearing kind of similar like metallic bodycon yeah. like spaghetti strap mini dress. Yeah, she's pretty dressed up and it looks nice but then big opens the door and he is like equally not dressed like he's got his big shirt flopping it he just he, he looks he's wearing boxes carrie's like hop to it <laughs> you're not ready to meet my friends yeah carrie's obviously very disappointed and he's like oh do you mind if we don't go tonight i had a long day and i'm i'm kind of tired <sighs> making excuses yeah it's Carrie's upset, but she just kind of accepts it, really. Yeah, like, you can tell from her she's fucking so disappointed. But then she basically turns around and walks out the door. Like, she can't even look him in the eyes because she's like, she says, I'm afraid I'd turn to stone if I looked him in the eyes. It's like Medusa. I don't, oh, because we're doing that myth thing again, which hasn't really been that, that solid of, like, a, a, a th- like a, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't, none of Carrie's, like, metagor or allegory, they never fucking, like, they're all so they like half work but uh yeah he so she walks she turns around and walks right out the door she walks down to the restaurant it's not even raining yet by the way because big is like oh it's good and then and so carrie leaves and he she calls him a 42 year old baby yeah well not to his face but no i wish it was to his face fucking son of a bitch <laughs> i wish it was no it's your voiceover she says i'd never heard a self-centered two-year-old baby magically turned into that you can bring out in public <laughs> It's like, so mean, and that's why she should say it to his face. Let me say his face. Like him. A piece of shit. He. <sighs> okay, so they get to the restaurant. Four girls are. Charlotte's like, oh. Okay, wait. One other thing that I wanted to say earlier in this episode is that. Okay, so this was a, a long time ago, but when Rick was at Big's house, well, Miranda calls her. Carrie says, oh, I'm just at Big's. The first time I think she's front of To his face. I'm, I guess it's an, I mean, find me a guy that's going to be disappointed if you call him Big as a nickname. I feel like if I was him, though, that seems like the kind of th- teasing. Be like, oh, what does that mean? That you'd think that that would happen. I don't know. I thought it was really weird to hear. Yeah, which also seems weird. Like, imagine if, if I was dating someone and they had a nickname which they didn't call me to my face so <laughs> probably be upset about that i know true <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean it's stupid the whole reason uh, i get why they do it but it's so st- and the roundabout way yeah they get around it okay so they get to the restaurant so charlotte asks to arrive and carrie basically doesn't have it lie and say so she kind of will not lie she doesn't have the she doesn't have it in her to tell the truth they're not coming yeah, she says, oh, he's coming from work. I don't know when he'll get there. Yeah, so Steve shows up and next to their table, and he makes like, oh, if you want good <laughs> service, send a bartender. Um, And then Miranda's like, if you want good sex, go home with one. <laughs> no one thinks this is funny. 
like Miranda's laughing and Steve and the girls are all just silent. And then Steve is like, Miranda, could I talk to you? Because that's a weird thing to say about someone. Steve asks Miranda, why do you hate guys? Which is, oh, so in- inflammatory. Why do you think? And then he pulls a real shit. And this reminded me a lot of the jam episode. Um, they talk about daughters by John May, which is like, oh, I know I wasn't fucked you up. Someone, some other guy before me fucked you up. And that's why, and that's why you can't love. Nothing is ever my fault. I am a man. <laughs> yeah. Cause he says, uh, he basically says, I know we just met. So I know it ain't about, um, <laughs> oh God. Yeah. I mean, he's technically right, but that's a shit thing to say to someone. Yeah. And also, okay, did just, but she knows she's known you long enough. To not like, like, you have slept together. Like, it's not like you just, she's known you long enough to have an opinion. Like, <laughs> and I don't think it was even a bad thing. It was a joke. God, let it go. Yeah. It, and then he just goes off about how he's like, I just want to get, like, why can't, like, why don't you leave that I like you? Don't just hook up with you. Miranda says something which is a little bit hard. She says, maybe I've just, ugh, meow. I don't think that was, I think that was maybe. And I don't think she slept with that many bartenders. Yeah, I think that was a little bit, but yeah. She goes back to her table. She's really upset. Like, ugh, Steve kind of comes back up to the no heads out, drops a I guess. And Harry's just like, before. Yeah, Charlotte's like, oh, is Big not going to come? But wait. Well, yeah, because Miranda is all playing the cynical. She's like, I knew it. Big isn't coming. Men are shit. (laughs) (laughs) She's not wrong. She's right. (laughs) Yeah, she didn't lie. Yeah. Other than Charlotte's like, look, there he is. And like Prince Charming, he arrives and it's in slow-mo and there's like music playing and he walks down the stairs and such bit how it's i wrote down in my big x machina and yeah fucking carrie turns around. oh you like see her smiling the biggest tire proud because the bar is on him <laughs> he's the limbo champion of manhattan Ugh, then miranda ledge of heart over suddenly been overturned big showed up and did some garbage or fire so she goes to run after steve and she like just entirely her friends just to go chase after i think it's citation needed that men aren't shit but yeah yeah, and she and it's in the rain because they pointed out earlier that like all dating urban legends they meet back up in the rain. It's so romantic and ugh. yeah, Carrie's voice one night. Yeah, she she's like Steve. Yeah, it's like training, and then he's got this ugly. He turns around and they have this dramatic. He looks like a goddamn eighty year old man in this fucking trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> and like with his glasses and his curly hair like he does he looks like an old man he's like oh hello i mean he's a step up from but but that's yeah, he's like <laughs> skipper's fucking pokey lucian yeah if skipper evolved he would evolve into yeah so miranda just i guess just abandons and then the basically the end of the episode big stand chatting was and him and carrie are just laughing a bunch and <laughs> Big, big ass Samantha. Oh, do you ever go home or do you ever get it on with that old coot? <laughs> and Samantha's face drops. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And the very, the very last thing on the episode where it says that that was they stopped being, which, what does that mean? You've been dating for so long and he called you girlfriend. Were you not real then? Were you not real? Ugh. It, yeah. 
There's, I have a lot of questions, but okay. I have a oh, lot of questions, no. but I don't, I don't. No. This, uh, this episode was exiting to get through. <laughs> yeah, I really, I feel, I mean, like, okay, yeah, it is late for me, but I do feel like I, I could fall asleep right fast. Yeah. It's probably for the best that we only have one question. This- Thank God. I mean, I did ask for questions, but if we had a lot and this episode is like two hours long, I couldn't. Oh God. So I guess we should get into a rank <clears throat> on forward. Who are top of the- uh, then I guess Miranda, Techni- on a technicality, because uh, she spent most of the episode hating men and being sarcastic, uh, which is prime Miranda. Then I guess mm, Samantha, and then Charlotte because she didn't she did jack shit, but I still like her. And then Carrie because Carrie's always at the bottom and Big is involved. I have the exact same, and I feel like the reason Charlotte is Charlotte is kind of is kind of saying happily ever after they're actually <laughs> so yeah, don't encourage that behavior yeah sometimes no. you need to treat people like they're children and when they act up you just ignore them yeah like if you're not gonna have the side and but um, all right so what's a question one question um those questions send them to cgirls.tumblr.com slash ask or uh send there then. yeah we don't check that so good luck <laughs> i check it sometimes but not on purpose <laughs> But, all right, so we got one question this week, and it is from friend of what Sam Kim, co-host of one of my favorite podcasts, Jurgenit, um, the podcast, which is a nice sister podcast to us. Um, so anyway, Sam is positive stress. He sends us a question that's, who is wetter, our president or Samantha? <coughs> I want to start out by um, saying he is not our, neither of us. He's not either of us, so. No. Um, but. I wish Samantha was our president. Yeah. Like, I mean, Kim Cattrall is... I think Canadian and British, which means we perfectly represent her on the show. The queen. So she couldn't be president, but yeah. it would be a better country if she was. It really would be. I mean, anything would be a step up at this point. But so <laughs> yeah. to seriously answer your question, I feel like most of the time I would say Samantha, but in this episode in particular, I feel like Samantha. No, and she's going to be approaching menopause in a few years. So, you know, the thing you got to know about Donald is that he's soaking wet. Like, I don't <laughs> think get a higher water being you tried so i think samantha didn't stand a chance it really matters it's not it's not a fair con no the only there's no one wetter than the president even shamu yeah not (laughs) i can't believe i can't believe how wet he is you know what fuck you for asking for having the audacity to think to think that anybody would be wetter than than donald trump um i I love that this episode is just a fucking takedown of all our friend the host pokemon (laughs) going to die uh yeah who's next who's ready for the fucking the execution block you wanted one host to die well all of them are gonna die except me because i'm immortal (laughs) it's only the men don't worry but i've truly had i've had a fucking nervous breakdown (laughs) i think we're all hung um (laughs) So I guess that's that's probably a pretty good place to wrap it. Cause we've been we've been recording for well, not as long as I thought, but for, still for a while. So. It feels like four hours. It really truly does, and it probably feels like listening to this for four hours. <laughs> we'll give you a nice break for next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much, especially if you are Josh. Thank you so much. Which is dogs here? Um. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> and. I'm so happy still listening to our redid show. Yeah, this is episode 20. Um, wow. 
We did it, folks. If you want to find me online, you can, Age of Audition, you can find me Windfall Island on Tumblr. Yeah, and I'm at Dork Phoenix on Tumblr. Doesn't seem like Tumblr's getting shut down, so if it does, yeah. then I'll have to promote my Instagram. Because of all that porn we... Uh, <laughs> it's okay. We're... I won't. Uh, also, go to noisespace.xyz. Check out the podcast. They're good. Um, yeah. But- Don't get scurvy. <laughs>